Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is entitled A Time to Harvest. It was written by Brian Sammons, Charles P. Zaglanis, Glenn Owen Barras, and Mike Mason, and it's available on the Chaosium website. Jeff Wilkins is our game master, and this is Chapter 4, Episode 9. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Jeff? Thanks, so. Tom. Um, yeah, it's, it's nice fitting atmosphere. We have a summer thunderstorm blowing through right now. Um, yeah, so last week you guys had some fun encountering a large beast-like creature. Um, although it's interesting that you, maybe by plan, maybe not, you all escaped unharmed. Other than maybe some sanity loss. But anyway, you followed this thing through the rain through at night, through the woods. Trail was not easy to, to lose. Uh, this thing was knocking down trees, small trees. And you eventually followed it through the woods and ended up discovering that it was, for lack of a better word, guarding maybe a cave entrance that you guys were somewhat close to discovering last time. Um, uh, Tug, you managed to distract it with a quick little makeshift bonfire with some gasoline. It caught its attention. It went over to investigate and to stomp it out like a good Smokey the Bear. And you guys managed to slip into the cave. Um, so I'm curious. Anybody want to add or do anything before we like officially start on just questions or anything like that? Well, I'm I'm making sure that it's not gonna come rushing over and try to get us. So I am between it and everyone else. Um, and I'm keeping my eye on it. I will say that after it sort of pokes around and kind of investigates what just happened, it does start to come back towards the entrance. So it doesn't necessarily know you're there just yet. You know, you distracted it. Uh, but well, when I'm not standing out in the open either, I want right. to get back a little peek at it. Yeah. Okay. Contemplate its horror. I'm curious too. I, I, this might be a little bit unusual for Cthulhu, but I'm curious... I was trying to think of a way to get you guys to engage with one another. Not, I mean, you guys have been doing a good job. I don't, I don't mean it that way. I'm just looking to like maybe explore ways to expand on it. So I'm curious, maybe I'll just go around real quick. Tug, is there anything over the, you know, you guys have been through a lot on this, if you factor in the entire adventure. And even just in this last chapter where you've been you know, you face that horrible creature and the attacks. I'm just curious, do you have any thoughts or opinions about like Danny or Jasper or Jerry? Yeah, Jerry? yeah. I think that the shared hardships and the shared horrors, that it's almost like they're members of my family at this point. And I, I trust them. Although Danny, that whole thing with belching out the smoke still freaks me out a little bit when I think about it. And the... Uh, the magic that, that Jerry used 
freaks me out a little bit, but still, these are my family. The, uh, the members of uh, what's his name's crew, the doctor and the psychologist and all that, I'm not so sure I trust them. I'm working with them and that's okay. Um, the people of the town, I just, they're general humanity, so I, I don't care. I'm very curious about the alien things, but I'm not, you know, I've got to protect everybody first. And I'm kind of getting used to seeing monsters. So hmm. I don't think they're having the psychological effect they are. It's like, what else did you expect? What about, can I ask you, I mean, family is really like putting it really well. Um, what I'm, well, maybe, maybe this. Um, so I'll, I'll just go in order that you're on my screen. So Danny, um, anything you want to add or how you're feeling? Maybe I was going to ask, maybe like, or is there anyone like on the team here, someone that you know you're, he's going to have your back or no, 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 this guy, he ran away once before, maybe he's going to run away again, you know, mm -hmm. trust levels kind of thing. I think for me, especially this trip, this, this kind of section of the trip, um, uh, Tug, I think Danny's, I think probably we've all noticed Tug's attempt to look after us all, you know, or be the protector kind of role quite often. But, um, I mean, even in just the last incident with the, the big tree beast thing, um, he, he literally, you know, he had my back. He was, I, I went running out thinking it was a creature in the bushes, you know, and he was right behind me and we ran into this kind of horror. So I know that I could have died, but potentially Tug could have died as well, the two of us, because he was like, you know, holding on. A couple of times he's, he's had his hand on my shoulder and we've been going on. We also climbed the mountain together. So I think for Danny, um, he really sees Tug as funny, surprisingly wise. You know, quite often he's come up with some really good ideas, you know, and, and although he might seem like more the action man stroke, at times a little bit dumb, he's actually been really perceptive. So it's almost like that admiration has been creeping up and creeping up. I think Jerry, um, for Danny is also a little bit of a backup because he's got the kind of sniper skills with the rifle and um, although although he's probably a bit more kind of maybe intellectual or certainly occult mystery slanted uh, so Danny doesn't quite get that as much but uh, I think he really thinks that Jerry could um you know, be a really good shot when we need it kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, he's got some skills, you know? Yeah. Nice. Cool. So, Jasper, you want to add anything? Well, um, overall, I'm very um, suspicious of, of our reason for even being here and um, why Abelard has... has decided to send a bunch of students after this thing. Um, I worry that we could be largely disposable. 
or that we might even have been sent in as a distraction for another team that we don't know about. Um, I think I, I trust Tug to have my back because um, he's the person I had most to deal with, to do with when I was at university. Um, you know, in that I was doing his, his some of his work for him. But um, you know, and in return, he's like the, the big guy that I know, mm -hmm. which is which is handy when, when you're a little fella. Um, and and Danny seems quite capable as well, especially like um, when he backed me up when we were at the uh, the university, going into the library. And um, I don't know with 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 Jerry. There's still a there's still a little bit of. Um, a, a, a nagging uh, worry because of all the, the occult stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Look out. Was that real? Uh, that was real. <laughs> people throwing boxes about and uh, <laughs> the gods making noises. <laughs> and um, who knows what else will happen. <laughs> so. I Jerry. genuinely thought that was something falling out of my loft then when I hit that nose. <laughs> I was like, where, is that coming from here or there? So, Jerry, I, I think you just joined joined in a second there. I was just curious. I want to just go around real quick and get impressions as to the group dynamic. You know, like, how do you feel about the other players? Do you, do you trust them with your life? Do you suspicious of maybe one or you know any anything as far as the social aspect of the fellow players that you want to add well jerry certainly doesn't mistrust uh any of his uh fellow students uh, he uh definitely uh mistrusts all of uh avalard's representatives and Avalard himself, and uh, certainly thinks we haven't been told uh, the whole story, uh, but also thinks that some of them seem pretty incompetent, even ones who are supposed to be Avalard's agents, so he's not sure if this is some kind of conspiracy within a conspiracy, but more likely uh, we're not being told everything, and Avalard doesn't really have what he needs, which is probably why he has us. Uh, but psychologically, Jerry's feeling even more disassociated and removed from identifying even with his fellow students. Uh, and uh, is starting to feel uh, pretty disoriented by the fact that clearly magic works. Mm. Clearly the stuff it conjures can be shot and clearly the uh, mythologies he's familiar with all seem to refer to something real, maybe realer than real. That's not what he thought it was. And it's actually extremely frustrating because Jerry thinks that if only he had had the right material or the right introduction, or maybe wasn't with a, a combination of uh, college students and whatever like random people Avalard hired for his unrevealed purpose, 
maybe he actually would be doing a lot better, except the only way he found out about this was in this ridiculous situation where all he can really do is shoot things and sometimes cast one spell that sort of works. Uh, but the grenade episode, uh, it's like he feels more competent but more frustrated because of, the, because of being able to know for sure that the spell put that grenade in the thing's gaping maw, but why couldn't he control it instead type of thing like could me influence it instead so mm -hmm. so jerry's really quite distressed okay all right cool all right so let's come back to the scene then so you guys are in the mouth of this cave it's dark you've got uh you've got you brought lanterns and lights with you so if you want you can turn them on now uh it's up to you um I just wanted to just re-impress that, you know, you just came out of the heavy downpour of the storm. So you're all kind of soaking wet and just being in that cave out of the elements is a little bit of a relief, even though you are entering into a possible dangerous area. <laughs> well, what can we see before we turn the lights on? Yep, it's dark. We, well, we, what about we, letting we our eyes adjust? <laughs> What's that, Jasper? We, we've trapped ourselves, though, haven't we? I mean, that yeah, thing's yeah. outside, so... Kind of. We, we're sort of trapped in here now. Well, Jeff, Jerry's not turning on his light yet. He's trying to let his eyes adjust. So if nobody turns it on, uh, do we see anything and do our eyes adjust? Is there... Well, if there's a storm, there's almost no light. Um, is there a breeze coming out of the cave, which would indicate a large cave system? I'm going to say that since you're all sort of still in the entrance way with the with the storm outside, that it's going to be hard to determine. Hard to tell. So maybe once you get further in, you can ask again. But for right now, that's hard to figure out. Well, can we hear anything? Seems all quiet. Well, I'm I'm gonna, to, sorry, Tug. I, I was going to say, I'm going to turn on my flashlight. Okay. At least see inside the entrance where we are. All right. I think when Tug does that, I'm like, move in a bit, move in a bit, you know, because still aware that that thing has tentacles and branches. So, you yeah. know, trying to just move us in a little bit, but I would do the same once we're a little bit further in, maybe just feeling our way along the side wall, you know, a little bit further, a few yards, and then get the lights on. Mm -hmm. Okay. Jeff, can you remind us, is anyone with us? Uh, so it's you four, plus you've got Sam, uh, the security guy, you've got David, the psychologist, and you left Larry left. back at and the house. And the doctor. Right. And the doctor was the, the one doctor, who was captured. Right. So that's sort yeah. of your motivation now as you're right. trying to rescue the doctor. Um, and we don't hear any more screaming. <laughs> yeah, right. no, it's 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 unusually yeah. quiet. Well, maybe not unusual. I'm not sure how noisy caves are. Can we still hear the storm rumbling and? Yep. Sure. Yeah. The rain. Um. When we turn on our lights, are we in a corridor or in a in a, a room? Um, 
Give me one second. Just... Yep. Okay. So when you turn on your flashlight, the first thing, you know, like you said, it's you are waiting for your eyes to adjust and then the, suddenly the light comes on and it's like, ooh. Uh, so there's that just that brief little, you know, everything is really bright. But when you do that, you notice that you're basically in a uh, approximately 10 foot by 10 foot uh, room. Um, everything, is, I, I say room, everything is natural. So it's just right. all natural rocks. Um, yeah. Um, you know what? I'll say, um, Jasper, when, when Tug turns that light on, you kind of like duck your head a little bit to sh uh, shield yourself from the flashlight. And when you do so, you look down and you notice that there's some, not a lot, but there's some drops of blood on the floor. Tug, how about warning us the next time you're going to turn on a light in the dark? Come on, go inside. Uh, is the dog with us? No. Right, we left the dog back. We left, left the dog behind. Okay. Oh, okay. I forgot. Oh, no, did we? No, I, I don't think, think you were can. afraid that the dog would attack that thing. Or I don't remember. Got me. I, no, I don't. I don't remember either now. <laughs> Is the dog with us, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave it to you. You know, you are in a possibly dangerous place. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to say no, because we, we thought we were um, going after the... Uh... Oh, hang on, though. It, you, I remember something with the dog. Yeah, I seem to yeah. remember um, when we were trailing that I was saying, yeah. oh, perhaps, yeah, that he could pick up... So, yeah, we did have the dog with us, yes. Yeah. That rings a bell, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think I said no because of the rain. Welcome, Rex. That's right. What's what's the stone? What's the stone like in this in this cave, Rex? Rough. <laughs> it never gets old. It doesn't, does it? What's <laughs> on top of the house, Rex? Roof. What are those? Maker, are, Maker, are, you making, <laughs> Maker, are you making up for not having the uh, 2D representation? Who who wrote Brideshead Revisited, Rex? Evelyn War. <laughs> Boy. Is there anything in this space then? Is it literally just an empty space? Uh, so it's empty, although it does continue further into the mountain. So it's a tunnel, I guess. Uh, I'm looking on the walls for anything that might be less natural, any carvings, scrapes, anything on the walls. Uh, I'm not gonna let you, I'm not gonna ask you to roll. Um, you, you don't notice anything like that. How, how are we going to do this, guys? Is there a couple of us at the front and a couple at the back, or are we just walking single? Did you say it's about 10 foot wide, Jeff? Yeah, about 10 foot roughly. You know, it kind of goes in and out. It's all, it's natural formation. So sometimes you might have to squeeze through a little spot. Sometimes. 
Jasper, can Rex pick up any scent? You know, where the blood is and things? I'm wondering if he could pick that up. I could certainly make a tracking roll for him. Oh yes, thirteen out of sixty. He's he's definitely he's got his head down. He's definitely on the trail of something. Okay. Yep. So you guys are going to go further in. Yeah, I've got the pistol out. Uh, other than Tug, Tug, what did you have? A flashlight or a lantern? Or did you? Well, you know what? I looked at my thing and it says I have my hunting knife and it says I've got a Colt 45. Mm -hmm. I think you grabbed that on the way out. Yeah. So, other than those two things and my flashlight. Flashlight? Okay. And my nerves of steel. <laughs> I've, I've got a, um, a Thomas gun. Strapped around it's here, like, it's like a Tommy gun, but more formal. It's because you put that strap on it. You made that it little is, strap. Yes, it's a um, it's a tweed strap. And maybe you should go first, Jasper. I don't want that poking behind my back. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll give him what for. See, I remember you grabbed a Tommy gun last time too. Did you? Do you still have that with you? Or did you I gave that to Sam. I wanted nothing more to do with that. that. I have a hunting rifle, a pistol, and my uh, stable uh, mental condition, <laughs> much like Tug's Nerves of Steel. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so plenty of ammunition. Oh, and we all have it. Do we not all also have a grenade? I believe we do. I believe so. Yeah. I, don't, I, wasn't each of us, I believe each of us has one grenade. Okay. Could I caution the other members of the party um, about the logic of uh, employing uh, grenades uh, in a cave system? Right. Well, th thank you for reminding us of that, uh, Jasper, with your expertise in ordnance. Uh... All right, guys, let's press on, see if we can find this thing and rescue okay, the well, doctor. You said we were in an area about 10 by 10. Are there passages leading outward? At this point, the uh, it's pretty much a straight. You know, it's it's natural, so it's windy. Mm -hmm. It's generally straight leading. I'm going to say, for your reasons, uh, just so you guys know, I'm, uh, Tug slash Tom is going to try to do a sort of mapping thing. So I might give just some basic information. Can we pretend so, like north is up and south is down? Yep. That's what I was just going to say. All right. Yep. So which so direction? You're basically heading north. Okay. Um, and for the sake of the argument, you're heading uh, north would be deeper into the mountain. Right. Okay. Is it sloping up or down? Yes. Good question. It is actually fairly steep at the moment. It's uh, roughly at about a 45 degree angle down into the bowels of the earth. Danny, you said you saw blood? Mm-hmm. There's some on the floor, look. It, it, uh, is there any more here? I, Jeff, I start looking to see whether or not I can see the blood and if it's continuing into the tunnel. Okay. Uh, could you do a either a spot hidden or a track? Uh, 
Uh, no, I could. Well, I don't know. I rolled a 99. So yeah. does, I don't know if that means uh, I see something I think is blood, which is not blood. or <laughs> or Maybe it's just that you came in from the storm and your clothes are still dripping. In the... uh, what is this here? Is that here, Danny? I, I think I'm, I'm standing right in it. Uh, no, you're clueless. Look there, right there, with a twenty, a roll of a twenty. Look over there, <laughs> and look, the dogs picked up the scent anyway. Let's go, Jasper. Get, get, get there. Tug, are you going in front with your torchlight? Yeah, at the moment I'm in the back because I'm between the monster and you. But now that we're inside, if okay. you want first, I better bring up the rear. I'm so wet. I'm ruining the trail. Uh, so I go take up the rear. How is the temperature? Is the temperature like 54, which is normal cave temperature? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, so let's do that real quick. Let's go through a little marching order then. I'll say you can easily fit two by two, uh, you know, two people wide with no issue. Um, so Tugs first. Anybody want to be next to him or do you want to stagger it or let me know? Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be up, up the front if, if Rex is following the, the trail. Okay. So I'll put you next to Tug. Okay. And everyone else seems to be a little bit twitchy about standing behind me when I put the Tommy gun. And before we, before we make too many moves, I'm going to say to everybody, I say, look, there's no excuse for an accident. Keep your eyes on your feet. Make sure you know where you're putting your foot before you step because caves are not sidewalks. They're treacherous. I wish we'd known we were coming in here. We could have brought helmets. Any of you all been in a cave before? Yeah. Uh, Danny, uh, where would you like to be? I'll be behind Tug. I'm kind of doing the, the reverse of him supporting me the last time. Okay. So I've got the pistol out, but I'm obviously keeping it kind of raised up so that I'm not pointing at his back. Okay. Pointing at his head instead. Yeah, right, right, right behind. <laughs> Jerry and Jeff, I'm I'm in the back, staggered at an angle to Danny, so that I'm not obstructing his peripheral vision ever. And if I need to go back and forth from side to side to make that happen, that's fine. And also because I'm assuming that the dog might sort of change Jasper's position. I'll try to put myself in such a place when I can at whatever times that if I had to shoot something in front of us or in a maybe at an angle to the side that I would be least likely to hit Rex or Jasper. Okay. Um, so that leaves two spots open for uh, David and Sam. So you want Sam to oh, be oh, oh, hold, hold on, Jeff. I, I meant the actual back, like the rear. So, this so. Is, you see that? Well, I, I do. Yeah. Uh, but unless the uh, unless Sam and David are particularly eager or insistent about uh, bringing up the rear, my intention was to actually bring up the actual rear, especially because I have a rifle, so it's a more ranged uh, weapon. Well, I think it would make sense to have Sam behind Jasper and then David, because he's just a psychologist at the back. Okay. 
David doesn't take any offense to that. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, Jeff, All right, uh, when Danny says that, uh, <laughs> I say to David, uh, well, if you're uh, going to bring up the rear anyway, I'm trying to keep a close watch behind us. Uh, I do need to be prepared to shoot anything in the front. Let me know if you uh, see or hear anything. Uh, I'll protect you if I can. So David's in front of you. Once Danny suggested he ought to be behind us, uh, I went along with it and suggested David keep a watch on the rear because I'm prepared okay. to actually shoot things. So, right, so David so is David, the lookout now, as long as he goes along with it. David's behind you then. As, as SpongeBob said, five hours later. <laughs> <laughs> five hours later. <laughs> are, we re are we ready to proceed? Everybody say I'm ready. <laughs> Ready. I'm ready. Yep, so you guys make your way through this cavern. You're, it's uh, it's a little bit tricky. Nothing, I'm not going to make you roll. It's just uh, in a natural cave system, so there's not, you know, you're not walking down the sidewalk. Um, it's fairly good incline, 45 degrees angle. It's pretty steep. Um, I, Jeff, I remember to ask if David is armed. Yeah, I think I didn't write it down, but I'll say he grabbed one of the pistols at the right. very least. Um, after that moment of walking, maybe a few cursory glances over your shoulder where the entrance is now getting smaller and smaller, darker and dimmer, and that sense of you're in a cave and there's thousands of tons of rocks above your head right that that moment always hits everybody once you start entering a cave uh, and the fact that you're going down is another um, so at some point the cave sort of what's the right word changes the walls, the walls, the, even the floor changes from what seems to be natural to unnatural. Uh, meaning, it uh, looks like it, it's been carved out of the rock maybe, or like a tunnel uh, man-made or possibly other made. It's been worked, yeah, so. Yeah. Oh my God, guys. This isn't natural. This is definitely the right place. Does the floor it, flatten out? Is it smooth or are there tool marks? Good question. At approximately 250 feet is where the texture changes. So not only does it change, but it also starts to now level off a little bit. You still get a sense of maybe a slight downgrade, but generally speaking, it's not that steep 45 degree. How long have we been in here? Uh, I'd say 20 minutes, if that. Uh, 250 feet doesn't take long. Does it smell any different down here? Yeah, another good question. So the, the, to back to what Josh was saying, yes, the floor seems quite smooth. Not necessarily marble, slippery smooth, but you know, pretty, Pretty smooth and level. 
there's not a lot of obstacles. Right. Right. Yep. Definitely. Um, the smell is a mix between mold, or uh, I'm sorry, like uh, mildew and moss. So sort of an outdoorsy, um, almost like if you were to an old pile of leaves that you raked a long time ago and you lift up the leaves and you get that earthy essence. Do y'all smell that? Yeah. Hmm. What, a, what about the shape? Is it a uniform shape? Almost exactly. It's almost exactly a 10 by 10 square. Square? Wow. Uh, you know, 10 foot wide, 10 foot tall. Mm -hmm. This must be aliens, because aliens have done this. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, because well, humans always do everything by 10 You're the geologist, Tug, but uh, <laughs> is there really anything about this, uh, about this uh, artificial uh, structure that suggests it's uh, not made by humans? Yeah, I don't think humans would come down. Why would humans? be making something down here it, miners I, I don't know we didn't come they here with, that, didn't yeah miners wouldn't make this uh, I've been in mines by, by now Tug, you, you don't think that there could be uh, secret societies with a uh, real power who desire to keep their we're here looking for giant we've seen giant bug things what this has got to be where the giant bug things live Well, I suppose oh, by now it's as likely as anything else. I don't know. Do you think there could be... I didn't think about cults. You, you, we did have, I thought the cults were all made out of children. Well, we've, we've got no real choice. Maybe they, made, maybe they made children dig it out. That thing's behind us. This yep. is limestone, so it should be easy to cut. I just hope there's not an army of them down there. Let's keep going, guys. Well, considering they practice human sacrifice, I really don't think they would shrink from child labor. Well, there's not much outside access, so we're in a tunnel that's square. If uh, they start coming at us, get the Tommy guns in the front and just start clearing the way, because they can't get around us here. Uh, Tug, could you do a spot hidden, and I'll give you a bonus. Uh, 33 and 37, and my spot hidden is 30. Can I spend seven luck? I'll or let or you, three luck? I'll let you pass it to Jasper if you want. Okay, I'll pass it to Jasper. Jasper, you want to do a spot hidden? Okay. And I'm not going to give you the bonus. 12. 12? That's like a well, like that. Oh, well, yeah, sort of, okay. Um, if you're going to be I'm like that. Because, yeah. Yeah, I didn't need it. <laughs> I got 20 out of 70, which I believe is uh, definitely hard. Yeah. You managed to 
kind of at the last minute. Tug's got the flashlight. He's walking along. You guys are talking. Tug has the habit of when someone is talking, he turns around to look at them with the flashlight and shines the light in their eyes. So he's constantly like, kind of like, what'd you say? Or what, what was that? And Tell that, so, Tug. Tug, what I said before about warning us before turning it on, why don't you apply that to shining it on our faces too? So just as your face. <laughs> Damn it, Tug. It's not funny. Just as you bring the flashlight back around is when Jasper reaches out and grabs you, puts his hand on the, on your chest and like stops you. Right in front of you, there is a uh, pit, an opening in the floor. Holy crap. Oh. What? There's a pit. Now this opening in the floor. Can you get around it? Does it look natural or does it look like it's been cut in the same way that the um, shaft that we're in does. Yep, exactly. It's been cut somehow. It looks... Is it the same size, 10 by 10 going down? I'll say it's 9 by 9. So there's a little ledge around there's it, a half ledge. a foot. Yeah. How far down does it go? Does it go down forever? Yeah, as you get kind of close and you kind of inch your way up to the edge and look over it just kind of disappears in the darkness oh my god what you think those you think those bug things can walk up and down here do you still think humans made this do they need to do they need to walk well they can fly yeah they can fly this is 10 feet across it's only half a foot on either side i don't know how we can get past this well, humans well, humans well could have made it as a trap. When we shine the torches down, can it we not see any, you know, does it just go into darkness? Yeah. Did any of us bring a large 12-foot plank of wood with us? Oh. Well, Jasper, I had to choose between that and the rifle. <laughs> see, the perils of militarism. See, you're your own worst enemy. Is there anything above? Okay, hold on. Secure a rope to something. Remember the part I said at the very beginning that if I mess something up? Okay. As I'm, as you guys are talking about this, I'm realizing that first entrance going down, that was roughly 10 by 10. Once you made it to where it looks like it's been carved out, it opens up into about a 25-foot wide. Wow. So I do oh. apologize. This is this was not meant to block you guys. Mm. Okay. So is the is the pit itself then nine by nine in a twenty five foot wide? The pit then is the ten by ten. That that was that was right. Um, it's just so there's, there's plenty, there's of, plenty room. of room to go around it. Yes. Yeah. It looks like an access tunnel. Yeah. It's there's something down below that could. We come could up. drop grenades down. But what but if we need the whole mountain is riddled with this and you drop grenades down and the whole thing collapsed with us in it. Yeah, okay. You're right, um, Tug. Let's keep going. So going back to the, the torch, I, I guess the beam doesn't go far enough into the darkness, yeah? Right, yeah. Okay, let's keep going down the tunnel then. The big tunnel. And I, and I know that you're trying to Every time you say in the darkness, you get a bonus die, but uh, I'm only going to give you that once. Trigger shark, uh, a shot. 
Um, just before before we move on, um, could I, could I just try and just kneeling at the, near the edge, not at the edge, but near the edge of the hole, and, and just uh, listening uh, in the manner of a bad actor by going. <laughs> Trying to cup my ears so I can see if I can hear anything. Train coming. <laughs> um, it is surprisingly just quiet. You pretty much are just hearing yourself breathe and the people around you moving and shuffling about. There's no sounds like machinery or anything. No. No drums in the dark. Okay, well, either we lower Rover down, or whatever his name is, or we just carry on. His name is now. Rex. Now they can come he up. Find name. His name is Rex. Sorry, Jasper. Don't you listen to him, boy. Don't you listen to him. Once we pass this pit, they can come up behind us now. Well, that's why you're watching the rear, right, David? I guess they could anyway, though, because that thing at that thing at the mouth of the cave—that's not going to stop them, is it? Well, that's true. Well, we're in for in for a, 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 a we're in for an ounce, we're in for a pound. I don't know what the phrase is. <laughs> oh, tug. Doctor, so you are watching the mirror, aren't you? Right, moving forward. Um, again, uh, so so Jeff, uh, I don't know whether that was uh, possible mishearing or whether I was meant to notice that the doctor literally never responded. So I checked to be sure that he is still there. <laughs> is oh, he's, yeah. still there? he's okay. there? I was just sort of nodding. Oh, okay, like I, I might not have been able to see clearly. Yeah, okay. Um, so David just basically nodded slowly okay. uh, because okay. at first he kind of was like. Yeah, being in the back is the safe place to be. And then when you guys are like, oh, yeah, the new boat could come off. Now, all of a sudden, he's like, wait, I'm not so sure I want to be in the back here. Jerry thinks that a nervous, hyper-vigilant person in the back is good. <laughs> um, so after about maybe another 10 or 15 minutes of walking, um, tug your light catches something up ahead of you and it looks like the uh, the hallway there's an opening to the right hand side to the east so to the east and the passage continues forward at the same time correct okay I'm drawing this as we go what what do you reckon fellas well let's shine, to shine torches well, let's go up really carefully and peek around the corner rather than just step forward. What What about Rex? He's been following this trail of blood. Mm -hmm. Which Which direction is he interested in going? Um, Jasper, can you do a spot hidden? Fourteen this time. That's an extreme. So since you're sort of van oil on my hands. If 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 I'm picturing like you're sort of monitoring Rex with the whole tracking and you're kind of like watching him for clues and seeing how he's reacting, 
So several times you're glancing down, you're trying to see the trail maybe at the same time. And you notice that it's been quite some time now that you have not seen any trail. Uh -huh. in, in other words, no more blood dripping. Well, there's no, no disturbance of the, the ground. I work this thing, the ground's quite smooth and it's not gonna, is, is, it, is it smooth in that it's cleared of dust as well? Mm, good question. I will say that if you kind of like brush your hand along the floor and look at it in the light, you'll see some slight uh, dust of some sort, cave dust. Or... Is the smell getting any stronger? Not really. Um, Is it getting any weaker? No, it's kind of, well, I, I don't want to say weaker, but you know how you tend to get used to a smell? Yeah. That's sort yeah. of. You know, like okay. all of a sudden you're not even aware of it, but then you, yeah. oh, wait a minute, and you check, you know, no, I think I still smell it. This, this far into a cave, you wouldn't expect there to be anything organic, but we're smelling an organic smell, so there's something alive down here. Mm, there's, there's no sign of mold or mushrooms growing anywhere, are there? Not except for the ones that uh, probably made it. Or at least uh, forced the uh, child cultists to dig it out. Uh, Jasper, does Rex still uh, smell anything else? Do you think? Is he still Jeff, on the trail? Jeff, does Rex still smell anything else? Um, before I answer that, can you? I'm just sent you a message, but I'm going to just say, can you do an idea roll for me? Oops, sorry, my chat thing turned off. Um, oh yes, I have got a hard pass on that. Gonna, can you, if I send you a message, can you still? Yes, I can now, if I've pulled it up now, yes. I'm wondering, Tug, if the creatures took the doctor down that hole, because I've not noticed any blood. They, maybe they did. I was wondering the same, even if I never noticed any blood. I'm thinking if that's her blood, and there's not a huge amount of it, then she's not bleeding to death. No. To get oh. back to your question, though, it does, like, Rex is still kind of pulling you. So it's almost like, you know, maybe he is smelling something. It's just not. Is he pulling straight ahead? Yes. Okay. Well, if they do have the data, hopefully they're better at uh, interrogating subjects whilst keeping them alive. Hmm. Tug, um, I, I just had an idea. Um, could, could you turn your flashlight off for a moment? Sure. I turn it off. Poof. Everything goes black. So that it's not glowing. Okay. Well, in that few short seconds of your eyes getting adjusted then yeah it's exactly what happens it seems like the caves are lined with something that is just ever so slightly glowing where is the glow or is it uniform uh, it's scattered um, patches patchy almost I turn the light back on because we can't function in that however mm. 
I start to look at the walls to see if there's any of that mineral that we found before. It suddenly occurs to me that that Isn't might because you didn't warn Jerry again, so you just oh. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. Jerry. <laughs> um, you do not see that mineral, uh, but when you get up close to the wall, like you're looking, you can see there is kind of a mossy, mildewy uh, material on the cave wall. Some of you are geologists, right? Mm -hmm. I've got a 15 in biology. Not much. Um, I'm curious, somebody with geology role. Okay. Uh, I missed by one point, which I'm happy to put a point of luck on. No, that's fine. I was just going to point out that, um, uh, Danny, with, with the background that you have, you know that the rock that you've been traveling in has been basalt. Mm. Um, which, if my memory serves, pretty hard. It's lava, yeah. Um, so, uh, Tug, did you you said biology? Was there something specific you wanted to? Check I was or? wondering if maybe it's biolum bioluminescent algae or something in the walls. Yep, that that's just pretty safe. You don't even need to roll for that. Yep. Uh, Jeff, uh, I have a twenty-five and. Biology. You said mossy, mildewy. Uh, I think Jerry would realize that that isn't necessarily the same thing. Is it possible to pay closer attention to whether it seems more moldy or more mossy, or whether this is something that actually smells quite different to those two, or doesn't look right? I mean, Tug's insisting it's all extraterrestrial, right? So I'm now more interested in seeing how weird this stuff really is. Is that even possible to roll? Um, I will say yes. That, that's reasonable. What explains Well, it's not me? possible for me to roll, to, apparently. So, <laughs> never mind. Well, I'm sorry, Tug, what were you saying? I just said that it explains the smell. Hmm. I was thinking there would have to be something biological, but if this is some sort of a yeah, algae or moss or something or lichen growing on the walls. It's mm -hmm. close. Yeah. Lichen, make, lichen makes sense. Is it? Does it really seem moist enough down here? We're pretty far down. Well, there's no source of food. Lichen, lichen actually converts the minerals in the rock to food. That'd be about the only thing we could survive down here, except for bacteria, and, unless it's adapted. Well, that only makes sense so far. I just wonder about the water source or if there even needs to be one. The air is you, Jeff, how, moist. Yeah, Jeff, does it feel still pretty moist uh, down here or is it drying out or what? Or can we even tell? Have we got too used to it to know? Uh, so in character, those of you who have been in a cave before, um, should a cave system be moist or dry? Moist. Okay. I think if there's, well, this has been carved out, but if there were any stalactites or stalagmites, they're made out of dripping water. So, so I'll just say this then. It's, it seems very humid. Mm. 
and chili. Jasper, um, is the dog pulling you forward? He's pulling me straight ahead. Well, right let's ahead see what's there. in this side room. So I'm going to peek around the corner. Okay. Uh, uh, Jeff, I try to position myself so that I can shoot whatever might jump out at Doug. Mm -hmm. I try to like get Sam not to be in the way or whatever. <laughs> Don't shoot that gun off right next to my ears. <laughs> okay. That's why I'm in the back, Doug. Um, yep, you kind of turn the light down. It's a rather small hallway leading to the east, and then it looks like it kind of opens up into a larger area. Okay. So with, without going forward, you don't necessarily see or hear anything else. Okay. How far down does it look like it goes before it opens up? Not far. 20 feet, maybe. Okay. Well, I will... Uh, uh, Jasper, you said we should go forward. Is that the way the dog wants to go? That's, that's the way he wants to go, yes, up that way, straight ahead. All right. I, I, I agree with the dog. Okay, so you're going to bypass that. Do you all want me to uh, break off in there for a little while and be sure that nothing's uh, coming up on our side? I can we catch could, up, I think. We could get really lost in here. So be all right, well, I'll at least... Uh, I'll at least look at it real hard while we pass. So, Jeff, that's what I'm doing. I, uh, I'm not going to lose the group, but uh, if I have to step a little bit into it, I just want to take a hard look and I'll listen to be sure there's nothing moving around in there. Uh, yeah, I'll shine my torch in as well, just to kind of cover a bit more area for Jerry. But, Doctor, keep your eyes uh, behind the rest of us. I think between Danny and I, we can see if anything's too close at hand in here. Okay, so if, if I'm not mistaken, are you guys splitting? You guys are staying off in this side? No, no. no, no, no we're, right at, we're right at the junction. Yeah, but okay. yeah, so so we're really just taking a look in. And yeah, we're just taking down. a hard look in, and I, I won't lose sight of the rest of the group, but if I have to take you know walk five feet in uh, to get a better look, uh, I will. All right, I'm going to say... Could you do a... Um, I'm asking for a spot hidden line. And Danny, if you want, you can do a spot hidden. Yeah, it's a success for me. Yeah, I got a uh, extreme success. So Danny, your light is kind of going into this, you, like I described the tug, it looks like the hallway opens up. So it looks like maybe a room or another cavern type area and your light catches a reflection of something that's in the room. Uh, it's not moving, it's not making any noise, it's just there's something in that room. Jeff, does my extreme success reveal what it might be? Um, not really, it's just that it seems to be shiny. There's something shiny in here, you guys. Guys, let's hold on for a minute and see what this is. Is it like maybe shiny glass or just a reflective surface, that kind of thing? Without getting closer, it's just sort of uh, reflective. So like maybe it's polished stone, maybe it's metallic. 
it's hard to tell from where you're at. Guys, could you watch here and and Jerry and I can move in and just have a look? Okay. They left you. I'm right, Jerry. Right, Jerry, let's let's have a quick look, see what that is. It could be one of these crazy guns. Everyone be quiet for a minute. I want to try to listen before we go in there. Uh, do a listen roll. Success. Actually, uh, that's a hard success. All right. You are almost straining your ears and you do not hear anything. All right. All right, Dana, let's go. Yeah. So, like I said, it's only about maybe 20 feet or so. The flashlight easily illuminates the room um, and it kind of opens up to about a 20 or 30 foot kind of a round circular room. What's the reflective thing as we get nearer? There was, what you're catching a glimpse of was the corner of corner of like a device of some sort. Uh, rather rather nondescript. It almost looks like a, just a metal box. But it's big. It's like 10 foot by 10 foot big. What is that? And is that smooth made, like solid surfaces? Yeah. Jeff, why do you say device? Is there anything about it other than that it's a big box? Yeah, so as you kind of like looking this thing over, you know, and it's like a big box, and you, Danny, since you're the one with the light, you kind of like go beyond the first corner, so you're almost now towards the middle of the room. And on that side of the box, there's almost like a like a control panel, like a, a little cut-in that's got some mm. buttons on it. What do you guys see? There's a some kind of device in here. It's, a, it's, a, it's an alien machine. It's, it's a big metal box with uh, buttons on it and one face. Uh, Jeff, I take a real close look at the control panel. I think it's some kind of control panel. Like a spaceship? I have no idea. I'm I'm taking I'm trying to make some sense of the these controls. I don't see why it would be a ship if it's a box affixed to the floor. What if it's an ale, an elevator, or maybe that 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 would at least make some kind of sense. Uh, I'm scanning around the room with the torch to see if it's connected to or relating to anything else that might be maybe against the walls or anything. Is there any other objects in the room, or is it just that? Just that. And Jeff, when I'm done looking at the control panel, uh, my next thought is to try to look for any differences in any other face, but I really do want to look at the control panel first. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, the controls are kind of crude in that um, it doesn't look like anything really necessarily sensitive. In other words, there's like maybe three to five buttons, maybe some sort of like a dial that you would maybe turn back and forth. Uh, Are they marked? Are they different colors? It looks like there are scratchings around the different buttons. 
scratching. So it's so crude, it's like it's not even really labeled. Right. Uh, the scratchings aren't any particular shape, or do they have a pattern? Not really. Okay. Uh, are the buttons different colors? No. What color are they? It's the same sort of material. It's almost just like a um, kind of a, imagine um, oxidated aluminum. Uh, uh, so in other words, have we, we've seen that before or not? Probably not. Probably no, not. I don't, I don't think that, so. That was more me trying to describe how it looks, but like you can't right. really. Uh, well, I, 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 do any of you know anything about machinery? Uh, I, I don't think no. I've ever seen metal like this, but uh, this is, well, it, it surely doesn't seem. I don't know if we should, should switch any buttons, Jerry, because it makes it off an alarm or something. Uh, well, I'm certainly yeah. not going to. I'm certainly not going to touch it. It doesn't. Doesn't even look as advanced as a motor car. But, uh, these buttons aren't even. They're not even really labeled. They're just. just Is there any wiring? Box. Is there any wiring obvious coming out of it or anything? No. Nothing obvious. Uh, I get. I move on to inspecting every face, looking for any seam or joint or anything that looks like it opens. I like Tug's idea; it was an elevator, but if it doesn't open, it's not much of an elevator. So there's no doors or anything on it. Well, I'm not there. Jasper, do you want to go and see what the hell they're they're looking at? <laughs> come, come over, guys, if you want. It's just a big box with dials. If, uh, I don't. I don't see any joints. Uh, spot in for me again. Okay. How it? No, I don't see any joints. Oh, go ahead. That's well. Right. I rolled, but what did you want to oh. say? Well, I was just going to say, um, when you said you were inspecting it, what about the roof? So it's ten foot. Well, that's every service uh, that I can get to. Uh, maybe once Tug you? is here. Uh, okay. Tug, do you want to give me a boost up there? Well, is Jasper coming? Because if Jasper's not coming, then I'm staying with Jasper. Okay. Uh, but, so Jeff, where's Sam? I thought we were staying behind at the uh, the junction, weren't we? We are, but they're just like twenty feet from us, right? And they found something. Mm -hmm. They're not. David, David and Sam are there as well, sure. Yeah. Is is Sam in here with us, or is he watching the corridor? I imagined he'd stayed with Tug and Jasper. All right. Hey, uh, can someone come over here and uh, give me a boost? Uh, this thing's ten feet tall. I can't see the top of it. I'll do it. If David and if uh, David and Sam are there with Jasper, then I'll I'll risk yeah, it. That's, that's all right. I've got I've got the Tommy. All right. I'm gonna Fine. give you a, a boost. What is it? Um, it's a again, metal box it, for now. It seems nondescript, but it looks like there's another control panel on the top too. Well there's more controls up here. Uh Jeff, does it look as crude as the other control panel? Yep. How many buttons? It almost looks identical to the same control panel. Same size too? Same size, same basic layout. Uh, uh, say there's a dial? Yep. Uh, does this one have markings, scratches? Yep. Are they now, are they the same? Mm, good Markings question. or scratches? Good question. The one appears to be slightly different as you compare one to the other. But only slightly different. Well, I don't think these are just scratches. They must mean something. They're too similar. 
Uh, so either they're so crude that they don't quite match or they're so subtle that the slight difference means something. But it's only, is it only literally one thing, Jeff, that's different? Yeah, at your, you know, how, how big is this thing? Uh, 10 by 10. 10 by uh, 10. And Jeff, is it I, like, I'm sorry, is it, no, go ahead. does it look like a machine of some sort or is it like a car or is it, what shape is it? It's completely square. Like it's a cube. Yep. Jeff, even with my artistic skills, uh, I think I can sketch such a simple control panel, and I'm trying to capture the subtle difference in the scratchings in okay. case it matters. All right. M meaning your character was doing that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so it's 10 foot high. Am I like, holding you up, Jerry, or did you climb up on top of the thing? Jeff, was he? Was I able to see if he held me up, or did sure, I have to? Yeah. No, I'm asking you: Did you climb up onto it? And not if I, not if I could see without climbing up onto okay. it. Yeah. Yep. Well, Tiger, you can let me down. I don't think there's anything else to see up here. All right. I let you down. I'm going to oh. walk around the thing. Yep. Oh, uh, all right. Do a spot hidden. Looking for a good roll. Mm, no. Got a 50. Okay. If I go around banging on it, is it hollow or solid? It knocks back. <laughs> Um, it seems like a very dense metal, so it's really hard to judge whether or not it is in fact hollow or not. Hmm. Jerry, you couldn't find any doors or anything on it? Nope. Now that Danny has taken the leap and touched it, Jeff, mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to touch it to see what the temperature of the box is like. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, it's room temperature. Uh, Jerry, I've had an idea. What's that? If you want to climb up the top, we could try switching the buttons to the same symbol. Uh, Jeff, uh, he makes a good point. Does the dial have any arrow on it or any directional indicator? Yeah, although maybe as you're looking at it, you're like, is that just a scratch or is that an arrow? On the dial, you're saying, okay. Now, well, do both dials have the same scratch in the same same place on the dial? Mm -hmm. Yep. And what is it pointing to the other scratch that is seemingly identical, or is each one pointing to the two scratches that are slightly different? Each one's pointing to slightly different. Well, Danny, it does seem like each one of the scratches is pointing to the one scratch that doesn't quite match. I suppose if we wanted to test it, we should. Uh, well, Jerry, uh, you go up on the top because you're lighter. I can hoist you up there. Danny's going to try the panel on the side. Uh, are you sure we want to uh, start adjusting this before we uh, explore the rest of this place? On the other hand, this yeah. might be our only chance to test it. I don't know. We can carry on, whatever. Well. 
I'm thinking that what if this is a prison and our girl is trapped inside? Jasper, get the dog back in here. No, but the dog wanted to go straight on, Tug, so I think I think this, the doctor's straight on. Okay. Why don't we leave it for now? Uh, if we see more things like it, we might notice a bit uh, more of a pattern. I'm uh, rather reluctant to just start flipping dials. Okay. Should I, should I press a dial, Tug? Take a dial. Whatever you want. I was just thinking that my character hasn't peed in a while. There's plenty of space over there. You're really going for the realism tonight, aren't you? Danny, are you seriously <laughs> determined to just start uh, adjusting this box without any further... Da Danny says, right, get off the top, I'm switching a button. If it makes a noise, I'll just switch it back. Well, I get... Uh, not only, uh, as far as I know, Jeff, I'm already off the top, but I step away from the box because Danny is clearly more adventurous than I am for a change, and I'm eager to see what happens. I'm so. going to position myself where I can grab Danny and run. Jeff, I position myself where I can clearly see them both and what happens to them. Okay. I'm picturing Jerry's like halfway out the tunnel. Oh, uh, Danny! No, Danny. No, Stick I'm... a dime in the slot. Hopefully this is a, a, an alien washing machine. Turn no, to spin. Je Jeff, the, go the goal isn't to be safe. The goal is to have the clearest vantage of the whole scene, right? Okay. So yeah. You're still in the room then, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, well, yeah, I whatever just, gives me the best view. I just switch something randomly, see what, if, if it makes any noise or sound. Okay. Uh, could you do a luck roll for me? Let me know what number you get to. Okay. Mm. Oh, 19. Is it, is it an alien roulette table? <laughs> so you, sorry, did you push the button or did you turn the knob? Which one? Uh, I pushed the button first. You push the button and after a few seconds we're like, happens suddenly you hear a faint humming from inside ish do we all hear it or just Danny yeah it's loud enough that you would all hear it oh I've got my hands on Danny so I can yank him away is that, is that a bad hum or a good just an electric it's a giant cubicle kitten you just see the dial. I switch the dial. Get ready it, to run, Tug. It suddenly lifts up off the ground by about two inches. Oh, I jump back a bit in case. You, Jeff, you mean it's floating, or uh, it is still affixed to the floor, but it's grown taller? How would you know that without getting on your hands and knees? I'm getting on my hands and knees. I don't know. That's why. I, that, that's why I said I wanted the best view of every. Uh, I don't. I don't know wherever wherever I'm standing. If I if I need I to crouch down, I crouch down. I'm kind of imagining it's all going. Yeah, I want to look underneath. Yeah. So anybody who ducks down and looks, tug maybe with your flashlight, you kind of get on your hands and knees, shine a light. It's completely empty. <gasps> light goes straight through. That's like the box trick. 
in the National Theatre? I don't think this is a trick, Tammy. It's uh, does, magic. Does the, Jeff, does the hum change when it begins to levitate? Not really. Okay. <laughs> does it let off a, let off a bad odor? <laughs> what was that? It, we were discussing earlier a bromar. If, if, if <laughs> it's Crompton. If it's if it's floating in the air, it's not really touching anything at this point. I'm going to push it as if it were almost weightless. It just shoves and goes <clears throat> and hits the wall. Wow! Oh my God, it's a spaceship. This is amazing. Oh my God, we could go up and down the holes. With this. Is it the right size for the holes? It's smaller than the holes, isn't it? Wait, what size are the holes? It's like a lot. It looks like it's about the same. Yeah. Well, you were right, Tug. It is some kind of elevator. Literally. Except that how do you make it go down slowly? Well, look, look Danny, maybe we can figure out the, figure out the dial. Uh, that's that's why there's dials on the top because you go on the top and you, you dial it and it goes down. It's a lift. Yeah. Let's push it through to the corridor, through to the room with the hole, and then we can keep going. Well, well, now that we're well, now wait, Danny, the, the dog still want wanted wanted to go forward. Let's take it with us. We there might there might be another shaft. Yeah, I mean we can leave it there. Yeah, I suppose we could come back for it if we need it. This would be a great trick. Well, look, do you think we should figure out how it works now in case we need it in a hurry? See if you can get it to, I don't know, uh, see if you can get it to hover forward. We can just push it forward. We can just push it. Well, we could push it unless we were on top of it and needed to change its direction. I don't know. We can figure it out later if you want. I think by oh. now, either, I think by now the doctor's either alive or dead. So maybe we're not in such a hurry as we were before. This is this is like yeah, we're we're forgetting about the doctor, aren't we? Yeah, we, we push it, we push it towards uh, where Jasper is, and we, yeah. saying, I'm saying to David, look, we got to tell Abelard about this. It's a floating cube. It's like frictionless. It floats on air. Does it still make the hum, Jeff, when we take it along with us into the main corridor? Well, at least we found something to take back with us. I was just picturing Sam was like not really paying attention to what you guys were doing, and suddenly he looks in the room and he sees this big block coming towards him. Yeah, I think we're maybe giving a little bit, getting a bit excited about this new flying cube. <laughs> it, it must, it must, it must work by the sound somehow. Should we do a sanity roll for seeing something that's actually floating in the air without any kind that's of rules? Logical to me. I would ask. I would leave it up to you guys, though. I won't. I'm kind of more excited, I think, because it's just so crazy and yeah. unreal. But we're expecting to see alien stuff. So, mm -hmm. could you imagine the cars? I'm like tug, catch it. There you go. Push it towards you. <laughs> yeah, actually, Jeff, when he does that, does it speed up or does it only levitate at a constant rate of speed through the, through the air? 
I would say it's equivalent to the force of push. Okay. Well, does it bounce at all, or is it like on some sort of an invisible plane? It you seems to say exactly level. Yes. Well, what happens if you try to push it against a side wall? It just hits the wall. So it, there's no feeling of resistance. Don't scratch it up. It's like brand new. <laughs> <laughs> it was polished. I did say that. <laughs> okay, shall we leave it and carry on down the tunnel? Unless you want to push it with us. I don't know. Yeah, but you know, if something's coming at us down the tunnel, we can push this thing towards it. I wouldn't mind taking it with us. Do we really want to have to? We could find a shaft uh, a long way from here. We don't want to have to go all the way back for this. Well, we can't take this out with us. Is it too big for going down a tunnel, Jeff? No, the, uh, the 25 by 25 is the width of the hallway, so there's... Jerry, you could climb on top of it with your rifle. Let's let's just push it out into the hallway. And... Push it along. Actually, Dana, that's a rather fun idea. Uh, can, I, can I do that, Jeff? Does yeah. it give me a... Okay, I totally do that. You would just uh, have to get a boost from yeah. time to get one. Sam, I hope you uh, don't mind giving me a push every now and again if we need it. Now, uh, I look at the settings on the dials on the top just to be sure I remember their original setting. Uh, and I also make sure to see what's changed on the setting on Danny's side. What did Danny change in the dial? Um... I'm trying to think. Um, I'm going to say you weren't standing right next to Danny when he did that. So the only thing you can tell really is that you know he pushed the button. Yeah. Which one he pushed. There's more than one. And you know that he turned the dial. But well, you don't know if he just like. Well, this, but is the scratch in the same place or, or not, right? I drew it. Uh, I looked closely. I compared the two dials uh, for this very reason. So uh, what is the current setting of the dial on Danny's side of the machine? All right. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. So then we'll say that the, without getting into like drawing and stuff, right. the dial is more turned to the right. Okay. Danny, which button did you push? The big one on the left. All right. I don't. I don't think I want to uh, mess with the other panel now. But uh, if we need to, at least we'll remember what you did already. So, so I, th I think some of the buttons might move it forward and back. But anyway, I'm just guessing. That sounds as reasonable as anything else about a artificial tunnel this far into a mountain. Uh, so yeah, Jeff, I'm. Guess I'm in sniper position now. Okay. And you've tasked Sam with driving giving me, you? giving me, yeah, yeah. yeah. pushing you along in the shopping cart. Yeah, yeah. come on, make, make yourself useful, Sam. Come on. Uh, Sam has no option other than to push, which means he won't be able to see where you're going. Well, I can see where I'm going, right? Okay. Well, I guess you could stand to the right at the corner. Try, try, try yeah. another button, Jerry. There must be that must control it. Try another button, because you uh, might be uh, able to kind of drive it. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm keen to see if I can actually. Uh, so Jeff, um, let's see. He pushed the button on the left, and it went up. So 
uh, I push the button on the left to see if it goes what would be up in relation to this panel, which I think would be from your description. Oh, well, you didn't say which way the, the panel was facing on top. Which way is it facing? Yes, I don't know how to answer that. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. I just want to see if it goes in the direction that would be up in relation to the panel on the top, right? If to see, basically to see if it's identical to what happened with Danny's. So first I push the same button does anything happen? You push the same button that Danny pushed. But on the top, the yeah. correspond, yeah. Right, okay. Um, it uh, stops humming and drops to the floor. In oh, bud. almost started uh, on my foot. I know. <laughs> I'll warn you next time, Tug. Uh, I uh, push the, uh, the same button. Does anything happen? lifts up again about two inches. Well, you found the on-off button. That's mm -hmm. encouraging. Try one of the other buttons. All right. Uh, I'm about to push the uh, button immediately to its right of the first button that I pushed. And, Jeff, that's what I do. Okay. I hope it doesn't flatten them on the ceiling. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Get it ready doesn't... to jump off, Cherry. It's all in the name of science. It doesn't move that fast, though, Jeff, does it? Um, well, you only turn it on and off, and it, when you turned it off, it dropped. So that was pretty fast. Right. The sh shutting it off. In terms of when it levitated, it didn't go junk, right? It mm -hmm. just kind of... Or... Yeah, it only lifted up about that high, so it was all right. Of... Did it make okay. a hideous loud noise when it clunked to the floor? <laughs> it was... It felt... Uh, it sounded like it weighs a lot. Okay. Ah, I hope you didn't tell everybody we're here. Um, Me too. When you, when you push the button, at first nothing happens. And then the hum starts to get louder. I'm going to back away from the damn thing. Yeah, me too. And... As you're waiting for something to happen, it starts to drop. I told you it's like a lift. Yeah. What, what happens? Uh, will, oh, it yeah. Ever, will it ever touch the floor, Jeff, or will it just hover just above the floor? As you're kind of waiting for that to answer, it goes down, it hits the floor lightly, and it keeps going. What? What do you mean? Into the floor? Uh, I push the same. Uh, I push the same button again as soon as I notice that happening. Which button? The on-off one or the other one? The other one. Okay. Um, Does it reverse direction and come back up out of the floor? It uh, <laughs> stops where it's at. It made the tunnels. It goes uh, right through the oh. rock. I push it again, Jeff. What happens? It starts to go down again. I push it again. It stops. I push the first button. It shuts off, and since it's hovering still, right. it drops about two inches. Uh, how can how can it? It has mm -hmm. already gone into the floor. Because there's a two-inch 
there's a two inch gap between it and the floor and it's oh at all time oh so eating. it's all right 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 somehow you're saying the new floor <laughs> right okay yeah so now the thing is trapped uh, in the spot because it's half buried in the ground right uh i push the first button again so this must have dug the tunnels right yeah. Uh, Jeff, yeah. I'm predicting that what happens when I push the first button again is then it drops to the new floor. Is that correct? Uh, it you had just turned it off, so it dropped down, and when you right. turn it back on. Oh, ah, okay, it right. Okay, great. Well, we uh, have a way to get out of here then. Well, if you can figure out how to get it to work sideways. Well, Jeff, um, I don't know if you want me to narrate each step. I I think the based on the premise that each uh, button controls an up and down and a side to side uh can i establish that that's the case you're on the top of it that's why it's going up and down if you're on the side well, panel, but the, then right, but there's four buttons right so do the other two buttons control two other directions from the top there's more than four buttons there's five buttons ah right well so if one's on off then maybe the other four buttons are directional are mm -hmm. they Maybe. Well, there's a third button. Um, I try it. Self-destruct. <laughs> okay, so you turned it on, right? You're hovering. Right. And then you're going to hit the third button. Yeah. Yeah, obviously one of them also needs to get me back up out of the hole, uh, I would assume. I would say you're only about a foot below normal right. floor. Right. right. That's so good. I'm so I'm, I'm not like in a shaft or something. That's good. But I still want to test the the other buttons on top, and so I guess if we if we need to play it out, then the third one, I I try. Um, you hit the third button and you hear kind of like something is clunking around inside or banging around inside. Like imagine like a shoe in a washing machine or a dryer. Well, that's a difference. Um, it's, a, it's kind of a loud racket. Okay, I push it again stops. Uh, maybe that's a direction it can't go right now. Uh, try the next button. The panel opposite, so like you know the one side had the control panel again? Right. The panel or the side opposite that cube, right. that cube um, it starts to open, but because you're about a foot in the ground, it right. hits that wall okay i push it again uh it closes and there's one button left yeah i push it nothing happens you got it stuck in the ground how are we ever going to uh, get it out the other panel i think uh assuming they correspond uh we can uh now discern what each one does. Uh, but I, Jeff, I put, even though nothing happened, I pushed the button again anyway, just to be sure it's back to whatever setting it was before. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Well, Danny, you want to uh, try the same thing in the same order on your side? We need to get this back in the corridor, at least, and out of the floor. Um, okay, fine, mess about with it. Just different buttons, Jeff, to see if we can get it out of that hole. Okay. Um, you're still on top, Jerry? Yeah. I'll say this, Danny, can you do a luck roll? And Jerry, can you do a luck roll? Uh, yes, definitely. 14. Uh, I made it. Okay. So I'll just say that the rest of the group's kind of getting bored. Like, you guys are just fiddling about with this Rubik's Cube. And, like, mm -hmm. come on, let's go, guys. Um, and you eventually figure out the controls well enough that you can control up down and the door and I'll say that you managed to get it up level with the floor again um, and then it doesn't go any higher right and uh, is there anything inside it um, when you when you open the door the door starts to lower kind of a almost like it's on hydraulics but there's, there's no, no there's no mechanism, it just kind of like right. Opens. right. So it is a um, transport. I'm sorry, it is a transport, or it looks like some sort of kind of yeah. When you when the door opens and you look inside now, you can see there's a chunk of uh metal, maybe about the size of your fist. A chunk is it like that mineral? Step in and grab it. Yep, it does look like that mineral. It's a mineral. So it's that's dark green. It powers all their machines. That's what it is. See, see how it's level. Can we push it onto the floor? Like, yep. Yeah. So let's push it onto the floor in case we need to use it to try and get out of here somehow. I think we should carry on. Come on, the dog's getting restless. Are we taking it with us? I'll get back up on top. Let's go find the, 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 the doctor who were, that you guys right. made me come all the way out here to find. <laughs> right, I get. You're not excited that we just found a yes, I am, advanced piece of technology we've ever seen and probably yeah. anyone on Earth has ever seen? You forget that it belongs to somebody else. And they might be pissed that we've been playing with their shit. Well... I reckon that uh, the professor's brains belong to uh, him, and that didn't seem to stop them from borrowing them. Does it? Does it occur to you that it doesn't seem to be a very sophisticated piece of machinery? It just has a couple of buttons on it. Yes, it, it, you're right. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't seem anything as advanced as that brain-controlled portal that we found before. But uh, let's of move course, on. Sorry to keep I'm you waiting, Jasper. Let's let's find the doctor. Of course, our, our our elevators aren't as advanced as our motor cars. Wait a second. I was just thinking about mines. In a mine, you have little uh, little carts that are on tracks, so that you can move the ore from in the mine out of the mine. And we found a chunk of that ore in this box. 
Maybe huh. that's what this is, is for moving their their stuff in and out of the the mines. Because we found the chunk. They've got so much of it they didn't even care that they'd accidentally left a chunk of it in there. Who has the chunk? I, I grabbed it. So the device still works without a chunk inside. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that you're right, Tug, that proves that it's not its power source. Is the inside just a a, a cube? Yep. Yeah. I think it's a big bucket. This is a big bucket. Yeah. Well, we can turn it into a car and make a million dollars. And it also does go through the floor, which is uh, goes extraordinary. Jacket. It's like Willy Wonka's glass elevator made out of metal. I don't know what year that was written. So <laughs> it was written. Everybody's now rushing to the internet. <laughs> All right. Moving All right, on. Let's follow, follow the dog. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you seen this though? While while you've been in there and doing that, I was having a look around in here with my flashlight and um, kind of found these um, roots. These what? There's roots. These, these roots. Roots. Plant, plant yeah. roots. Well, I don't know. Maybe they are. They're kind of weird. They look like a, a bit like plant roots, a bit like sort of hair. But they're sort of um, warm. And uh, You touched them? Are they hanging down? Well, yeah, look, they're, they're, they're all over the place, look. Uh, are we able to see this, Jeff? Yep, once, once Jasper points it out to you. Well, where is it all on the floor and the walls? Mm -hmm. Is it in the same pattern that the uh, bioluminescent stuff was in? Not necessarily. How so much of some it? Some sort of plant growing on the walls. Yeah. Well, how how much of it is there? Uh, it's I'm not sure what you mean. Well, I mean, are there like a few growing out of the wall, or is it like grass, or you know, how thick is it? Um, it's I'm, very, I'm not... very thin, and that's why Jasper didn't. Uh, that's why nobody really saw it. Right. Jasper found it. Uh, maybe like I don't know, less than your pinky, half the width of your pinky, and then it fluctuates. Sometimes it gets thinner. Sometimes it gets a little bit thicker. I mean, how evenly spaced between it? Are you saying the that's what the pinky width is, or the thing the things themselves? Right, it's it's like a root going along the wall, or the the floor, or the ceiling. Oh, not out of along. Right. Ah, okay. Uh, Let's carry on. Okay, shall I get back up on top of the thing. Okay. Let's let's follow doggy. Um. Jerry, with your vantage point, you can remember the pit that you stumbled upon earlier? Yeah. From your higher vantage point, you can clearly see them up ahead in the distance. Them? As in more than one pit? Yep. Well, there's, there's more pits up ahead. Are they in no. a row? Are they next to each other? Uh, nothing um, nothing pattern-like. It seems kind of random. Oh, you're saying that as we keep going, I keep seeing them. 
Yeah, in other words, so uh, you're walking yeah. just one a second one is what I'm trying to okay. say. Okay, just one more. Pit. Yep. Okay. Well, actually, I I thought there were two. I just see one. Okay. Uh, so be okay. careful. So then everybody easily avoids that. You continue on walking. Another 15 minutes goes by. You spot a third one. This time it seems to be on the right-hand side of the tunnel. So they're, they're changing slightly. Uh, they're still in the tunnel, but there's no, they're not all to the left, they're not all to the right. Um, so there doesn't seem to be any pattern. They just periodically, there's another one or are they regular? Yep, no pattern. Okay. Um, who's in the front again? Uh, Tug and Jasper, right? Yes. Could you each do spot hidden for me? Oh, eight. Oh, wow. 13. We are an eagle eyed yeah. duo. It's not an extreme, but it's still a hard. Okay. Uh, I'll say the same thing. Maybe you each see this. It's when, Tug, you kind of, you know, you, you've been walking now for a while, it seems like. Uh, and you kind of, you're getting tired, or, or not tired, but. Um, distracted with holding a flashlight steady and you know you kind of at times you just let it drop to the floor it's still illuminating you know you're in a dark cave so any light is going to illuminate sure uh, so you at some point you kind of like drop it to your side maybe and just up ahead of you maybe about oh, 100 feet remember i said that the there was like the bioluminescence that there's right. like glow right it seems like something's glowing at the end of the hallway or uh, yeah. Okay. Guys, I'm going to turn the lights off for a second. There's my warning. Okay. So I turn off the lights. Yep. And everybody who looks can see that it does look like the hallway turns to the right, uh, to the east. And it seems like it's got a very faint glow at the corner. Right at the corner where it turns? Yeah, so in other words, the, the wall that would then be straight ahead of you, that wall seems to have a slight glow, a, a brighter glow than the rest of it. Yeah. I was thinking that it, doesn't, it doesn't keep going, it just turns at an angle? The hallway turns That's, to the, to the okay. right. Uh, have I ever noticed any of the whole pits on the ceiling? Or only mm -hmm. to the left, right, and down? You have not, yep. Okay. So this glowing wall, is it a round or a shape or is it just you're gonna to have to get closer to investigate a little bit more yeah with a little bit of reluctance okay does it make a sound a smell yep no no one uh the smell is starting to get harder like i said you're starting to get used to that smell a little bit right so. that's true I, th I think these migo can i think this is just the way they mark where they're going Maybe the, the, the path because they don't even have eyes. Well, so far it has been much of a saw uh, of a, of a maze except for mm -hmm. the holes in the ground. Yeah. Let's just follow it. If this is a highlighted corridor, is the dog still pulling in that way? Yeah. Although the, it's been so long, the dogs kind of is also getting distracted and I don't know if dogs get bored or not, but yeah, yeah they do. You know, you guys kind of took a long time investigating the box, so mm -hmm. it was like 
Rex is like, come on, let's go. We're tracking. And then I was like, oh, okay. Nobody seems to care. So, um, yeah. Well, while, while they were doing the business with the box, he had about 45 wheeze. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything else different about the wall or is it just glowing brighter for some reason? That's okay. Yep. So you're getting, you're moving closer. Um, you get maybe 20 feet away. Okay. And you can distinguish that it kind of looks like a metal frame. Uh, it kind of, um, it's about, I think it's five feet wide. Um, kind of a metal frame that goes up and then there's sort of an arch along the top. Uh, maybe like along the bottom too, the frame is along the bottom. Like a door frame? Kind of like a door frame, but it, it only goes in about a foot and then stops. There's, there's it, nothing. It's, it's glowing. The frame is what's kind of illuminated a little bit brighter than the rest of it. Is that a dead end after that? Yep. Except the corridor goes to the right. The corridor goes to the right. That's weird. When it's you say that, Tug, you look to your right and you see two more glowing sets of frames. Down the, down the corridor? Yep, not that far. Maybe another 20 or 30 feet down the hallway and one's on the right, one's on the left. Is it like doorways? Yeah. But, Jeff, they're smaller than the box, right? Correct. Yeah. See, see the first one? If I put my hand on the, the wall, does anything I'm happen? I'm holding on to Danny. I'll let him touch the wall, but I'm holding it. Tug, you've got an attachment disorder. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> attachment disorder. Um, so describe that again. You're just touching so the wall. So I'm touching the wall and seeing, do I feel a vibration? Does it move? Does anything happen? Because it seems to almost be like imaginary doors or something. Or outlines. Uh, nothing happens, and it feels just like the wall. It feels just like rock. And if I push it, there's no give or anything like that. Nope. Is it made? Out of, does it feel uh, like the same substance as the box? It looks like it. Yeah. Are there any bun buttons or, or control panels? Could you do a spot hidden tuck? Up eighty-three. Yeah, no. Nothing. I'm just going. <laughs> well, let, let's just look at the ones going down the corridor and see if there's anything different about them. Jeff, is there any scratchings on it? The same as the barely distinguishable scratchings on the box. I'm going to say you're going to have to get down off the rock to or the cube to. Notice. I'll do that then. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to ask you for another spot hidden then. Uh, zero four, extreme success. Wow, nice. At the very bottom, there is kind of looks like a button, like a like a half circle sphere that kind of sticks out. There's half a button down here. Present. You uh, all want to back up? Look, look. Hold on. This looks like a door. And if it's a door, 
there could be a thousand of those bugs on the other side of it. Well, why don't we keep exploring and see how many doors there are. If we ever reach a dead end, then we can come back and start pushing buttons. Um, Danny, you said something about the other doors, right? Or you wanted to... Yeah, I want to check because I didn't notice that button down there. So I'm going to check the other doors kind of because yeah. they don't seem to be a door, but it's definitely like a door. So I'm mm -hmm. going to examine the other ones. So I'm kind of picturing. So uh, Jerry's kind of like kneeled, kneeled down to look at this button of some sorts on the bottom. And as he's mm -hmm. doing that, you kind of wander up to the door. Do you care which one you go to, left or right? It doesn't matter, left or right, it doesn't matter, right. left, whatever. Um, you approach it, and as you approach, this one is still glowing the slightly brighter, like the frame is still glowing slightly brighter again. But this mm -hmm. time, when you look, it looks like you're looking through an open door now. So it looks like you're looking into a room. Guys, this one's open. Uh, can I, I shine a torch in? Does it shine in okay? Jeff, I jump right up and go over to where Danny is. Okay. Strangely, no. The flashlight does not light up the room. Hmm. Is there anything in it that I can see? No. Seems empty. It's about maybe 20 by 20. Is it kind of almost pitch dark then? Or is it luminous from inside? Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Danny, which one did you look at, right or left? The left one. Check the other one. Yep. Tug, as you look at the right one, uh, you're seeing something that's basically the same scene. Kind of looks like an opening into another room. How, if yeah. the flashlight doesn't illuminate it, how are we seeing that it's a room? You're seeing that it's lit up the same way uh, as the hallway is lit up. Ah, uh, but you're saying that the flashlight doesn't add to the illumination. Correct. I'll step into the one on the left and have a look about. I've got my hands on your belt buckle. Is what? <laughs> your, <laughs> your belt paused just a little too long there. Yeah. <laughs> Danny, can you do a luck hole for me? Oh, perfect. Zero five. Ooh. <laughs> Hope your buckle doesn't come out because I got all your belt. <laughs> You're just left there standing, standing there holding a belt. Danny, <laughs> pull up your pants. <laughs> <laughs> As if being discovered by the Migo wasn't humiliating enough. <laughs> you have to turn it into seventies Brian Riggs farce. <laughs> um, okay Danny you stepped through did you have a flashlight you did right you were just trying yeah. to shine yeah. yeah yeah. you stepped through you know when you're walking along at night time and you walk into a spider web mm -hmm. that sudden like you know that's the feeling you get you step through this and you get this like Something's on you. Something's sticking to you. Yeah, it's that stuff. It's that stuff. What's 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 stuff? What's happening? Flashlight. Now, Tug, I need you to tell me 
as Danny's stepping through, you got to hold him. So you're going to either have to let go of him so that he can get through, or you're going to have to go with him. I'm going to go with him as long as he doesn't start suddenly freaking out or something. In which keep, keep your head down, Tug, because I think some of that web stuff's hanging down that, those roots. So I'm sliding through sideways. When you say that, Danny, Tug can't hear you. Ah, that was going to be my next question. <laughs> so I just see his lips moving, but I can't hear him. I'm kind of, you've got him from the back. So right. I don't think you can even see him that he's oh, okay. talking. Uh, but as I slide through the doorway. Yep. Then the same thing happens where you have that sensation of you're walking into something. Um, and then you suddenly hear uh, Danny talking something about looking up or something. Uh, Jeff, I haven't followed them, but I'm looking in. What does it look like as they step through? Yep, you're seeing this happen. And uh, it, it basically, you know, they're just, you're just seeing them walk into this room. And the, Danny's got his flashlight, and he's just kind of like, they're both kind of looking around. And does the flashlight behave any differently now that he's in the room? It is illuminating the room, yes. Uh, I put the barrel of the gun through the door. <laughs> what He's going to show us. <laughs> Can you do a luck roll for me? Jasper, you want to do anything? Um, well, I'm just... Uh, uh, I'm just watching to see what happens. Jeff, I rolled a 98. Aww. My finger wasn't on the trigger, by the way. Like, I'm just using it as a something to put in front of me, like a stick, to it's see what now, happens. It's now a sawn off. <laughs> hmm. ah. Well, better the gun than my fingers. Um, Jasper has hit the nail on the head. Suddenly, the room changes viewpoints. You're looking into a different room, I guess you would say. Uh, and you no longer see the barrel of your gun. And Danny and Tug, you suddenly hear a clank of iron hitting the floor behind you as you see a tube tubular piece of metal hit the floor with a little little thing on the end of it. <laughs> right. So is Jerry gone from our perspective? Correct. Can we see the corridor though still? And can I still see them? You cannot see them. I'm trying to think. Um oopsie daisy. <laughs> what? I'm going to put it to a luck roll. Danny and Tug, can you both give me a luck roll? And if you tie, I'm going to do a tiebreaker. 55. Ooh, crap. 70. Yep, okay. You don't see Jerry. You don't see Jasper. We're not in the same place anymore. Well, what, what about the, uh, the door opposite? 
Has, does that look like it's changed or is it um, too how did How did it change? I don't know. There was suddenly this clank on the floor and I've got this this looks like Jerry's rifle end. To answer your question, Jasper, it still looks like the same room that you were looking at earlier. Uh, but you're not seeing Danny or Tug. How, how, let's just go out. Should we just go out in the corridor and see if, where we are? Why? Well, I, I don't think we're in the same place anymore. If we go back out and back in, we might, well, we can try that. So let me describe. So this is what Tug and Danny are looking at right now. You guys are in a room that is one, two, three, four, five, six sided. So that's what, is that a hexagon? Hexagon. Or hex is five? I don't know. Hexagon. You're in a six sided Pent is five. Okay, you're in a hexagon. A six sided room. <laughs> hexagon. Um, the door that you came through is, I'll say for the sake of argument, is directly at your back, which would be south, southeast. Um, sorry, south, southwest. There's a hallway leading to your left, to the west. There's a hallway leading to the south. And then on each of the six walls, there's one of those frames, metal frames. Oh, jeez. We. Oh man. Each one Every, is showing a different section. So if we look on this one and this one and this one and this one, we don't see any of the ones where Jerry and Jasper are? Correct. Oh. Oops. I'm sorry, Tug. Well, rather, rather than what I said about a maze earlier, rather than go through any of these door frames. You said there's one corridor the leading out that's not a door frame? Uh, technically two. There's the one that leads to the west and one that leads to the south. Well, let's, let's try the one on the west. Okay. Since we were coming, we were going east. Yeah. Let's go to the one going to the west. Yeah, okay, Tug, let's do it. I hope we're not in another world or something crazy. Uh, we could be on another planet. Remember that doorway in the woods? Oh my god. When you say that, you look at those other doors on the other walls, and that's what you're seeing. I'm taking a sanity roll. I failed. What, what, I'm sorry, what am I seeing? So each door is open to a different, for lack of a better room, a uh, better word, a room, okay? But as you look out, some of them are rooms, like you would expect to see. Some of them are looking out onto a vast open landscape of rocks with maybe oh, a no. dark sky with stars showing. So this is some sort of a, a portal room going to other worlds. I only lost one point of sanity, but I'm feeling unsettled. I rolled sanity too, and I got a 98. Ooh, boy. Um, I'm not going to decide. You decide. You've seen it before, but you never stepped through it. So, uh, yeah, maybe two two points. Okay. 
because it's weird, but it's not not insane weird. I'm glad we're buddies, Tug, because if we're on another planet, at least we're together. I I feel the same way. You're my best friend, and I love you so much. Get your hand off my belt now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Let me go back to Jasper and Jerry. The rest of your group was like, what just happened? Well, specifically, what am I seeing through the door? You're looking at an open, rocky area where everything appears to be like a reddish colored rock. What do you mean open? Meaning it's just uh, a field, but I don't, when I say field, I don't mean um, grass, it's just rock. But does open mean open to something like a sky or a really high ceiling or? Yeah, like a sky. Well, what color is the sky? Uh, like a off color, grayish, reddish. Does it have clouds, weather patterns? No. Uh, is, does, does the field have normal perspective, right? Like, sure. Thing, okay. And there, and is it featureless or are there like little boulders and stuff or? Yep, it's pretty much just rocks. But of different sizes that allow me to tell that it has perspective. Yep. Are there any tracks or nope. uh, is the barrel of my gun um, on the ground? Nope. Uh, I put the gun in a little further. Jasper, can I ask you to do a luck roll? And Jerry, can you do a luck roll? Uh, I made it. Um, 72, that's a, that's a fail. We're gonna all end up in different worlds. <laughs> no, we're not, I'm, I'm sticking next to you. <laughs> yeah. I haven't, I haven't gone near the doors yet. I'm just looking from a distance. So yeah, you're just looking. At the most, I'll just be stuck in a cave that um, I can't leave because there's a monster outside. <laughs> so I'll starve to death or eat my dog. You sound very at peace with that. Well, you know, I'm a stoic by nature. <laughs> um... Jerry, you put your gun in, nothing really happens. Uh, Can I see the rest of the gun, though? Yep. But then, um, Jasper, with when you're looking into the other door, the door on the right, you suddenly see the tail end of Tug walking away. I see what's happening here. What do you mean? It's it's a rotation. They're 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 rotating. Yes, but what are you talking about? They're they're rotating. They're they're, they're going from one place to another. 
I, I don't understand. Well, it, it, if it's a doorway, it goes somewhere, and then it changes, and it goes somewhere else. And eventually it will come back to the one where um, they went through. Look, because that one was just the one where they went through. Wait, you're saying that it, uh, you can tell it was the same place? I just, saw, I, just, I just saw a tug through that one. You saw a tug through that door? I you turn around. Uh, Jeff, without moving the gun, I do look back over my... It, it, is this the door on the opposite side of the hallway, Jeff? Yeah. Uh, I, Without moving the gun, I turn look over my shoulder. What do I see through the, that door behind me? You don't really see anything but an empty room. Uh, you're saying you just saw them in that room? Well, where'd they go? Well, I just saw Tug walking out from that room, going out somewhere on the other side. You threw another door, or or what? I don't know. I just I just saw the back of it. In All passing, right. All right. As it were. All right. Um, I look back, Jeff, at the door that I was just looking at. Uh, you said the gun is able to go further in, and nothing weird happens to it. I pull mm -hmm. the gun. When you turn your vision back to the yeah. the vista that you were looking at earlier, yeah. uh, it's changed again, and your gun is even shorter now. Okay, what does it look like now? You're down to like a few inches of beyond your hand. You're down like where it cut into the No, but what does the room look like? Um, it is now, uh, let's see if I can explain this. It's, it's um, everything is a light grayish color. It looks like you might be standing on a hill. So you're looking down and you're seeing the tops of several pyramids shaped hills. What color are they? Okay. Um, I, uh, by the, I also, uh, no, I don't move at all. I just want to ask about the description. What, what are the buildings look like? All right, here's where we're at now. You can continue to ask me questions about what you're looking at, or you can listen to Sam, who suddenly says, this might be our only chance to catch up with Tug and Danny. And he <sighs> walks, slashes, runs, and he leaps through the door. Uh, the door in front of me or the door behind me? The door behind you, so the one that Jasper was just looking at where he saw Tug. Oh, damn it, he's right. I'm going to dive in after him. Woof. <laughs> Come on, boy. <laughs> uh, Not you. I realize I might need a backup character, Jeff, but uh, Jerry goes through the door in front of him, uh, looking, at the, looking at the pyramids. Okay. Has lust for knowledge and mystery killed him? <laughs> well, would, Danny, what are you talking about, Danny? That would never happen in a Call of Cthulhu game. That's, that's they're splitting the party, and they're splitting the party. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty thousand light years away. We've split the gun already twice. Um, Jasper, can you do a luck roll? I can indeed. Three, nice. With with such a great roll, 
you and Rex, no problem. Both through. And I find a dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Another worldly dollar. Cool. (laughs) Um, That hit a nerve, didn't it, that one? (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think. You just kind of like... The non sequitur was really funny. Uh, I'm going to say what well, we're, we're going to end it here where <laughs> Jerry so just to be clear now so Tug and Danny you're in the room together you had just started to walk out of the room suddenly behind you you hear Sam and Jasper and Rex <laughs> come stumbling into the room behind you same you guys have that same feels like you walked onto a cobweb or something um, Jerry, same thing with you. You walk through, you step through, you've got that sense that you walked into something. You're looking around. There's a wall behind you with the door. And like I said, you're kind of on a hilltop and you're looking out over this vista of multiple pyramid tops. Um, what I was trying to figure out and what I think where we're going to end it is you left drake in the hallway and suddenly jasper rex and sam went through one door and jerry went through the other door and drake doesn't know which way to go so he's kind of just standing there like he's torn like what what do i do and we'll end it there wow the whole map this whole thing at this point now my map's just like yeah. <laughs> You just, just start a new map on another sheet of paper. Well, I, I started a new one up here, but now I've got to do a pyramid map, and I've got to do... And what you're going to have to do is, like, you know, assuming you're, like, in your second spare bedroom, you're going to have to start your map down in the living room. So anytime we switch, you're going to have to run down. There we go. Yeah, remember remember to figure in the non-Euclidean geometry. Oh, yeah. Our players included Mick Swan, George Sieg, Ken Trench, and myself with Jeff Oakland's as the keeper of the secrets. We're currently producing up to five shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with our show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. And follow us on Twitter. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. Good gaming. Mm-hmm.